Salinas, our cousin sub of the day for Tausch. Cousin subs, we believe in better. Jesse, who you got all lined up? You got Gabe today and tomorrow. Who else is scheduled to appear this week on a Tausch-free edition of Wilde and Tausch? Oh, it's going to be a fun week. Brian Balaga, Iowa. He's back Wednesday. He's back Wednesday. Yeah. I feel better about what we're doing around here. And I texted Brian Belaga, Iowa, while I was in Iowa the other day. I thought that was kind of fun. Nice. That's uh, good. Good work. Our friend Brad Nortman, everyone's favorite uh, punter radio host. He's very good. That's we like him. Yeah. He does Thursday. a nice job. Thursday, Brad will be in. And Friday, we're finishing strong this week, Jason. Oh, boy. Pro Football Hall of Famer. Brett Favre? <laughs> oh. I love you guys. Joe Thomas. That is a good get. I know you guys are close. We text all the time, yeah. He's happy to do it for you. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. All right, so those are our cousin subs this week. Uh, Shaka Smart is available now as well um, because of yesterday. Uh, I would love to do a show with Shaka, by the way. I am a huge Shaka supporter. Uh, In fact, I was just talking about him. Uh, Our little basketball team had its kind of season-ending party. They went bowling. Uh, Sydney, who has her own bowling ball because she wants to be just like Jesse Nelson someday, uh, did not take it, though. She thought it would be poor form to show up with your own bowling ball, which I I supported her decision. I respect respect that. Uh, But I was talking talking with some of the moms and dads about – connectivity, which is a word that Shaka uses all the time talking about his team, right? And how much I like the post-game milkshake, and I want to adopt that. And then the next day they lost, which was disappointing to me because I am, Gabe, we had this discussion on your Mm -hmm. program. I am pro-Marquette. I am so pro-Marquette. And it's not because we're the flagship for the radio or because I like Homer and Tony or any of that. Like, I have been pro-Marquette even as a Badger alum. I mean, I used to pretend I was telling this to Kaylee uh, Kaylee Murata, who is the uh, sports director of WKOW in Madison, whose dad, Mark, uh, played for then the Warriors. And I used to pretend to be her dad and... Terry Reasons and Doc Rivers in my basement on the south side of Milwaukee, usually matching up with, uh, was it David Rivers for Notre Dame? Was that their point guard, if I remember correctly, back in the 80s? Gabe, you you wouldn't know. It's okay. Yeah, I was about to say, sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's who it was. Uh, Well, they were both independents back then. They didn't have conferences and stuff. But... I was legitimately disappointed yesterday, and you and I, not that we have crosswords very often, but I did lament the fact that I feel like, and we have a couple of teammates who are definitely this way, mm-hmm. uh, who are not uh, as reciprocative of the in-state support of the other major Division One basketball team as I am of Marquette, as a Wisconsin alum, and you told me 
that on the social media, which is just a place that this is why I don't spend much time there anymore, uh, there were some jerky cardinal and white folks that you have endured as well. Yeah, yeah. and they came out of the woodworks yesterday, you know, kind of going after Homer, going after different people, saying the Big East isn't a real conference, and this is what happens when you play a real conference. And the whole conference pride is another thing that I just have never quite understood, but whatever. My, my problem, Jason, is I don't, I don't mind. Like, if you don't like Marquette, that's fine. Like you don't, I'm, I'm not saying sitting, sitting here saying you have to be like Jason and support both Wisconsin and Marquette. I'm just saying be honest about who you are. Don't, as a fan base, tell me that you don't think about Marquette and Marquette doesn't matter to you when I see a lot of the fan base then go after Marquette and celebrate the fact that they lost in the tournament. And it comes down to this, especially I think a lot of the people that I saw yesterday. Jen made this comparison. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, and, and it was a couple weeks ago about something different, but it made me think of this. In the movie Big Daddy, uh, Adam Sandler movie from the late 90s. Boy, i got to be honest. When, when you started There's, with in, the, in this movie, I'm yes. thinking, God, what's it going to be? Is it going to be Hoosiers, Major League? I, I, you would have given me a thousand guesses. <laughs> Big Daddy would not have been the pick. Might be Adam Sandler's best film. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. We, yeah, we can debate that later. But at one point, like, there's this guy who comes by on rollerblades and yells at Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler's retort was, you're mad at your dad, not me. I forgive you. And that's how I feel about a lot of Badger fans who decided to go after Homer yesterday in Homer's mentions on Twitter. Like, oh, Homer, your Twitter broken and, and thinking they're being smart and clever. You're just mad that Wisconsin did not play very good basketball this year and did not make the tournament, and now you are lashing out at Marquette for having a disappointing loss in the second round. You're mad about your own team, not me. I forgive you. Well, that's very big of you, Adam. Oh, thank you. One thank team's you. still playing, though. Uh, and they're playing the Ducks at Oregon. We going? I was thinking about road tripping, then I realized the game's tomorrow, so that's probably not going to happen. Uh, but I am, I am very happy to see that matchup. It does feel like since people found out about my connection to Eugene, Oregon, it feels like they play each other in stuff all the time, right? Rose Bowls. It just feels like it happens a lot. NCAA tournament games, etc. All right, so I was really disappointed yesterday, not any thing to do with my bracket picks just I wanted to see them go far right I wanted to see them in the sweet 16 frankly I wanted to see them in the final four uh, I'm glad that Shaka who had obviously had some tough times in the NCAA tournament after their great run at VCU I'm glad he got a W I would like to have seen them get more um, but Gabe when you look at that game yesterday and, and look I see everything when it comes to college basketball and watching games or watching Bucks games through the prism of I have a little point guard that lives with me, right? Mm -hmm. She's a sixth grader. And uh, Tyler Kolick is a terrific point guard. He wasn't one yesterday, and I don't know how much his injury factored into that. But, like, when I talk to Sydney about how the point guard has to always be in control and calm and the non-panicky player on the floor and – you know, we use the example of Kihai Clark from Virginia throwing that ball away late in the game. Like, you know, he's, and I, I certainly hope that he gets past that because he's such a, from what I understand, really good dude, a lot of experience. But again, that's why point guards are so important. So that was what Sydney and I talked about yesterday. But that was a tough one to watch. 
Like the number of turnovers they had in that game and him not 16. being himself, mm-hmm. that was that was rough. And I guess I'm curious, Gabe, as someone who certainly has done stuff on the broadcasts and all the other experience you have and the connection to Marquette, as you watch their season, one of the arguments we have on this show all the time is no matter how many good things happen, whether it's the Packers season or the Bucks season or whatever else, it was the season of success. You get a number two seed, you would like to be in the Sweet 16, you win the conference, you would like to be in the Sweet 16, was Marquette's season a success? A runaway success, Jason. Undoubtedly a success. This is a team that was picked to finish ninth in its own conference. And I understand that those weren't their expectations. They thought they could be a good team. And then they played a couple of pretty good non-conference opponents. And when they beat the crap out of Baylor in November here in Milwaukee... And they won that game by 26, a Baylor team that's still playing, by the way. I think that made them start to believe that they might have something because they lost their top two scorers from a year ago. They return, all these guys are going to be coming back next year. But they, they were picked to finish ninth in the conference. And then they did something that they had never done before, outright win the regular season title, something that they've never done before, outright win the Big East Conference Tournament, have the Conference Player of the Year, Conference Coach of the Year. They won a tournament game for the first time in a decade. The last time they won a tournament game was 2013. And you talked about Shaka's, you know, the, the lack of success he had in the tournament at the University of Texas before he came to Marquette, where they made the tournament every year and just couldn't get out of the first round. Like They did so many good things. And yes, they were a two-seed. Yes, I was expecting them to go farther. And yesterday was a disappointment. No way around that. It's 100% a disappointment. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the season doesn't mean anything. And the rest of the season then, especially in the NCAA tournament, it becomes so strange. And this is true in football as well, but it's the way it has to be. It's the way it's been built up. But you're going to have a bad game every now and then. Can you overcome that bad game? It becomes tougher in the NCAA tournament the further you go because you're playing some pretty good teams. And they had a bad moment to have a bad game yesterday in the tournament. And it's one game. We see these upsets all the time in the tournament. The NCAA tournament isn't the best way to determine who the best team in college basketball is. It's the most entertaining. It's the most fun way. And it's made the NCAA a ton of money over the years. But it's not always the best way to determine who the best team is because upsets happen. You have an off night. The other team gets hot from the outside. The other team does something that you weren't expecting in a single elimination format. So I'm not going to pin all my hopes and dreams to a single game in the tournament when this is a program that hasn't won a tournament game in a decade and they got over that hump. And oh, by the way, now they return all these guys that are going to have that chip on the shoulder for next season. Like, yeah, next season, the, the, the expectations are going to be a little bit different. You're going to have to find a way to navigate that storm in the NCAA tournament. But this past season was a resounding success for the Marquette University men's basketball program. So I completely agree with you. But if this conversation sounds familiar... It should, because last year, the University of Wisconsin men's basketball team was picked ninth to finish in the conference, won a share of the regular season title, went and won their first NCAA tournament game as a three-seed, not as a two-seed, a three-seed, and then lost in the second round to a very beatable Iowa State team, and they did it with basically home court advantage at Pfizer Forum. And all you heard from Badgers fans, and again, this is why I'm fascinated. I never paint, and I said this on Twitter as I got into this debate about Packers fans being celebratory about Rodgers' impending departure. 
fan bases are not one homogeneous group that everyone has the same opinion. Mm-hmm. They're not. So I don't paint them that way. But there was a very large group of Badgers fans that could not stop talking about what a failure last year's season was. Basically the same season that Marquette had. And here we sit, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you, Gabe. I'm juxtaposing those two because, and again, expectations play into this all the time, but they started the year with low expectations a year ago in Madison. Johnny Davis emerges as a lottery pick. Now this year, you lose a lottery pick, you lose an eighth-year senior in Brad Davison, who played there since 1978, and Chucky Hepburn has a different role doesn't play as well, doesn't facilitate, has to score more. Like, these are the things that happen with college basketball teams. And as someone who views college basketball as his favorite thing to watch for his own enjoyment as opposed to his job, I just want to watch my teams that I enjoy and I want to see do well. I'm not a fan. See what do well. I want to see them keep doing well. And when a season ends prematurely in your mind, that's fine to be disappointed. Yep. But being so pissed off and wanting people fired all the time, that's when I start to struggle with what we do for a living. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be calling for Shaka's head no. in, in Milwaukee anytime soon. Like the, the, What he's done in terms of the, the change of culture within the program, you talked about it a little bit there, Jason, um, earlier in the segment, about just the connectivity that he has with his team. And if you spend any time around these players... You understand the real love that they have for one another, just the, the, the pure enjoyment they have being around one another, and you understand how much they care for each other. It's it's something that's really cool, you know, and that's coming off of, and we got to be reminded of it yesterday, with Joey Hauser being on Michigan State. Like, the Hausers decided that this, it was a culture they didn't want to be in anymore when it was Steve Wojciechowski, for whatever reason. And I'm not blaming if they want, if you want to transfer, go ahead and transfer. It was disappointing at the time they decided to do that because Marquette thought they could have a pretty good team if both of those guys returned with Marcus Howard at the time. But they decided to transfer out. And kids might transfer out of the program this year because that's just the, the era we're in in college basketball. But I can't imagine a lot of them that are going to be transferring out. I, I can't imagine that. They're returning all these guys. They're going to have a couple of freshmen they add to the mix. It's going to be a fun team continuing to go forward. And the culture around this program is 100% because of what Shaka Smart is now building. We'll get back to Marquette a little bit later because I know I'm already getting some tweets about this and a few text messages. But I do, speaking of things that I got a lot of tweets about, I want to get to some of the things that Kyle Brandt from the NFL Network said, because I amplified that, and then I I didn't argue with anybody. I stated my opinion and then went about my weekend. But it was interesting to see how strong some of the responses were as we await the impending departure of Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. And at least some of the Packers fan base is undoubtedly celebrating that. We'll talk about that coming up after you hear from Tausch talking about our great partnership with AmFam. It's Wildey and Tausch.